Welcome to Random Rambles. I'm Taja. And I'm Amy. And we're here to talk about whatever we really feel like talking about. It and really is. There's no rules. There's no rules here. And considering that um, it is Christmas. You didn't want to say it. I really don't. You didn't, you're like, <laughs> I'm not a Christmas trying person. Trying to get, like, <laughs> not it. It's the holidays. How yes. you doing? <laughs> thought we'd uh, start off a little bit of a reasoning People tend to invite me out to New Year's Eve parties. Yeah. And I always say no. Okay. <laughs> and I have a good reason, I promise. Okay, because it just sounds like you're being really mean. <laughs> I think it kind of just doesn't know when I say it like that. Like, I no. don't want to go. I really don't want to go, but it doesn't actually have anything to do about it being a stupid party or a stupid person <laughs> or anything like that. Every time I go out on New Year's Eve, I get injured. Ah. And then i got to start my new year. With an injury. Oh, that's no fun. No. So um, these days I just don't go. It better not be a huntsman on me. No, I don't even know what you're doing. No, but you're you, were look, you were looking at my shoulder. No, because you looked. <laughs> <laughs> what did you Good start. At? Good start. Good start. Okay, carry on. So how many times have you been injured on New Year's? At least five. Five consecutive years, and that was when I just sort of went, "Okay, we're not doing this anymore." Okay, so what... the last one, the one that really cemented it for me, was a metal garden stake to the shin, and it was like it ground up Holy the front. Crap. It ground up the front of my foot, up my ankle, and then halfway up my shin. And yeah, it wasn't good. It was. It ended up getting infected. I had to, like, I went and saw the doctor, got the tetanus shot, got all of that stuff. Sure. But it just it didn't want to rustle all over the steak and dirt and shit. So yeah, it got a little bit infected in the end there. It was, I've still got a lovely scar on the front of my foot there. Oh, it's all fun. I'm always wanting to think it's something like head, shoulders, knees, and toes, knees and toes. Like oh, your injuries. No. <laughs> head, shoulders, knees, and toes. And where does the shin fit into that song? Head, shoulders, knees, and chin, knees and chin. <laughs> <laughs> No. And toes. Because <laughs> no. I've had that. I've had um, glass through the bottom of my foot. Oh, God. I had twisted ankles. I think the worst one wasn't even an injury. It was just one of my girlfriends crying because she was in a fight with another one of her friends. And that wasn't – I didn't like that, Chris, that New Year's Eve. Okay. The whole Christmas was shit. So you're emotionally injured. Yep. Okay. I was, I was, I wasn't emotionally injured. I was pissed off. I was really cranky at, at the way that this girl had treated my best friend. So yeah. I was, yeah, just straight up pissed off that, that New Year's Eve. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, that would be upsetting. So, you I just... start the New Year's off with our injury or well, emotional that... turmoil. Yeah, and I know that they always say that how you end the year is how you start the New Year. There's like all of those superstitions around mm, it mm. and yet yeah, i just decided that the best way for me to end my year is quietly at home <laughs> i'm okay with that <laughs> i can stay up to midnight if i want to i can drink a bottle of champers i can eat some party food and watch it on the tv and generally consider- considering i live in logan i can um just stand out in my backyard when the fireworks start and see them anyway. <laughs> it's all the local parks. I've someone setting them off. Oh, classic. <laughs> and you've got Neo with you. I mean, I do now. My 
friend would often come around and just we'd spend New Year's Eve at my place together, nice and quiet. Yeah. It was just you know. I don't like fighting through the crowds. And the injury to my shin was because a drunk pushed me off the path down the hill. Bloody hell. So I was like, I really don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so began my aversion to the New Year's holiday. See, it's not just Christmas. <laughs> it's this whole period. It's this whole period of time. I hate it. Do you like Boxing Day? Yeah, because you get all the leftover food and nobody <laughs> expects you to go out. <laughs> the best day <laughs> okay leftover food good breakfast of like ham and eggs or pancakes or whatever is left mm. and then you like sit down on the couch watch the beginning of the sydney to hobart flip it over to a movie come back in the afternoon see how everyone's progressing on the sydney to hobart put another movie on <laughs> Are there any we do not watch the Boxing Day match in this house. There is no cricket. There is no cricket in There's my house anymore either. I say anymore because it was on forever when I was growing up. My brother and my dad would watch that Boxing Day test match. Test match. Oh, God, it gives me shivers even saying it out loud. I don't, like, obviously when you're actually playing the game, you're probably having more fun than watching it. Are you? I have no idea because okay. I don't play it either, but... It, <laughs> It's almost as boring as watching someone play golf. I enjoy playing golf. I do not enjoy watching other people play golf. I heard commentary the other day of this um, golf tournament. I had it on for like less than a minute because I was trying to get the internet connected. Um, and, well... <laughs> that sentence made no sense. No. I had the golf commentary on because I was trying to connect the internet. <laughs> No, that was like um, on TV, like free-to-air TV. There was a golf tournament on the channel that happened to turn on. Ah. Just to clarify. Because <laughs> I was confused. Yeah. Our internet's been hanky. So, it's um, ours. I think it's just the NBN at the moment. I feel like the, the fibres and the, the nodes have just melted from the heat. Oh, I feel probably. like the whole NBN. That'll be the next crisis that there'll be a freaking governmental inquiry into. Yeah, because everything's melted because it's so freaking hot. Um, and the commentary on the golf, it was beyond, like, I feel like the person was acting like this it was the most was... exciting sport on the planet yeah. and it was an extreme sport. Yeah. They do that with all the boring ones. It's the only way anyone watches. There's just a lot of like hype and I just thought, I don't know what's happening, but he's literally doing what I see literally any other golfer do. Have you seen the, um, when they were doing, I think it was the PGA tournament in Florida a few years ago, and there was a alligator or a crocodile on the course. (laughs) It's like all the others were like, and running away, and the Aussie golfer walks up behind it and just gives it a whack, and it moves into the water so Mm -hmm. that they could keep playing, and he's like, well, I suppose that's why you play with the Aussies. (laughs) Really is. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot that's like going to phase us except for the birds. Australian birds are terrifying. Yeah, I don't like birds. Beaks, claws. Uh, in the case of the plover. Oh, don't. Freaking armaments. Don't. Plovers are the worst. No, that's, that's cassowaries. <sighs> Plovers are just far more commonly found in your backyard. <laughs> Cassowary. Yeah, that's true. But no, none of them are that nice. And they tend to really like to interrupt your whole life. Like, I had one attempt to attack my car. It was hilarious. 
So I was in the car <laughs> driving to work and it's like come flying out of the storm drain and had a go at my car. And I'm like, I'm like a hundred times your size in this vehicle. What do you think you're going to do? He thinks he's bigger than what he is. They will die body for my wife and children. Body dysmorphia. For honour. <laughs> for my home, my family, my house. Oh, look, I chased it off. <laughs> oh, mate, it was going that way anyway. You didn't do squat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the plover's perspective. <laughs> yeah, they, they think they're all that, but they're not. Mm. And the worst part is just that in summer, you've still got birds swooping you for shit. Yeah. It's just it's just not so much the magpies anymore. They've moved on. Do you know what's sad? That so many people come over here and they see people, Aussies, you know. Riding around on their bikes with fucking zip ties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just no other explanation for it. <laughs> but this is the styles that we wear to... i'm sure some people think that that is just a style i choice. know come here not. at the wrong time of year all the time it's not a style choice for anyone it's a involved. safety feature <laughs> i don't get swooped by another magpie i don't they want to hurt. lose my eyeball they freaking hurt mm. beak and claws have gone into the back of my head oh yeah i've had um beak <laughs> just the beak just raise the top of the head everything but the beak and the feet <laughs> just yeah they're brutal and they make that really horrible clicking noise as oh, they come down so man. it's like you get that that really tense anticipation of oh shit oh shit oh shit it's like are they gonna me. get me they're gonna get me they're gonna yeah. get me <laughs> yeah but it's not a style choice and i feel like everyone that visits this country for the first time goes <laughs> What's up with everyone with their zip ties on their helmet? And you go... (sighs) When they're not complaining about us not wearing shoes. Oh, yeah. That seems to be something that really annoys them, is that a lot of Australians don't wear shoes. Mm -hmm. But as an Australian who doesn't like to wear shoes... (laughs) I like that you're, you're like, slowly went into that. Having to work up to that one. (laughs) As an Australian that really does wear shoes all the time, um, as I say, after saying that at New Year's parties, you should always have your shoes on. Look, yep. I don't like wearing shoes, but I am strategic about where I do it. Yep. I never wear shoes at home. Like, I will I have yard shoes. I won't go out on the grass and get dirty feet and then come back into the house with dirty feet. Mm-mm. I have yard shoes. <laughs> it's a hard line (laughs) the floors need to be clean okay (laughs) no i don't live here so you do whatever buddy (laughs) you do i'd be murdered if i brought dirty feet (laughs) um the floors need to be clean yeah but like if i'm at the beach and i'm running up to the up to the shops or something so like if you go to surface paradise and you're wandering down the water should those play at home the what not that you would those playing at home. I wonder. Uh, well, I would prefer Broad Beach, but I have actually been down there for my holidays a couple of years ago. There's so. not. There's nothing in Surfers Paradise. Locals don't go there. But anyway, I wasn't worried about the locals. My favorite cafe is there. <laughs> What's your favorite cafe? Well, my favorite restaurant, oh. the Cuban, and I wanted oh, to go for my I birthday. Love the Cuban. It's my favorite. Mm. Like anywhere oh. in Queensland, the Cuban is my favorite. They do the best food. They do. And so the best for my birthday a couple of years ago, we went down and we stayed in one of the hotels mm-hmm. and I decided 
stayed in a hotel at Broad Beach and it was about a block away from the beach. So yeah. I thought, screw it, I'm just going to stay for a week. Because I, I think it had been years since I'd had a holiday at that point. Yeah. So screw it, I'm just going to stay. I'm going to stay for a whole week and do fuck all. Must be nice. It was. It was lovely. So we got there, got in the hotel, went downstairs and took the two block walk. And as soon as my feet hit sand, shoes off. Shoes off for sure on sand. But I'm then, not an idiot. <laughs> I no, but it's it's freaking Surface Paradise Broad Beach. Like, yeah. we went wandering around. We went up to the surf club for breakfast and then... When it got to lunchtime, we were like, oh, we'll go up to the, you know, mall and see what they've got. Mm-hmm. I didn't put my shoes back on. I had sandy feet. So there was a mile-long line for the little taps to wash your feet off at. Because mm-hmm. it was school holidays by that point, so there's this mile-long line to get near anything. Mm-hmm. So I thought, nah, fucking bare feet, mate. <laughs> Did you do the um, the heat walk with the the paper oh, too hot? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was lucky. It wasn't it wasn't that bad. <laughs> That's me. It went wild if I ever go. It's just concrete and then to the shady bit, to the shady bit, to the shady bit. It's because if they ever put down artificial turf, you know what would happen? The ferals, the ferals would happen. Feral TV. Worse, oh, the no. actual ferals. <laughs> Especially when they have like the adults only nights. Oh no! Where they yeah. actually serve the alcohol on that, you know someone's going to be feral while intoxicated. It yeah, just always are. happens. Yeah, that's gross. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> but I probably yeah, I wear shoes a lot of the time. Like even in a park, I wouldn't take my shoes off. I think it would depend on the park. Like so, I wouldn't yeah. take them off in the local park around here because I know that there's been incidences of drugs. Yeah, so like I'm not going to wander around with no shoes on down there and accidentally jab myself in the foot with something. I have no idea where it was or what's been in it. Mm-mm. But I have been to parks that, <laughs> that have funny. been very well I maintained. Have been, I have been to parks that have been very well maintained and uh, you can't yeah. see any evidence of that stuff. So I'm like, mm, I could probably risk it here. But nah. like, I'm not going down to my local shops either. Nah. I've done like the midnight run where it's like, you know, when you're desperately need something and it's stupid o'clock at night and you just go down to the 24 hour store and you just bolt in bolt out no, i've I done that shoes on and no i don't i've got like thongs at least no thongs, Man, I, don't sandals, I didn't have time sandals, for that shoes i was still i was still in my pajamas and i don't go out in public in my pajamas so you know it was an emergency <laughs> Otherwise, wow. I been what did you need what was the what was the thing bandages oh god okay that is a necessity <laughs> And not like little band-aids, like bandages. Bandages. <laughs> Holy fuck. All right. Um, it's okay. Nobody died. <laughs> Hospitals were not required, but we did require bandages. Okay. All right. Um, no. Thongs, sandals, jandals, slip-ons, something. There's something on my feet. No. I know in your house I'm allowed something on my feet, so... This is unusual for me. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't bring shoes into the house. Okay. <laughs> dirty, floor, dirty floors. Jesus Christ. Oh my God, my mum taught me that from a very young age. You don't take the dirt from outside and bring it into the clean house. Right. Shoes get dropped to the door. Well, they're over there. They're there. Door. Just saying. <laughs> You're lucky, aren't you? <laughs> Should have hurt you on your way in. 
Your mum likes me because I like Christmas. <laughs> yeah, she was too dazzled hey, by Joe. the fact that you went, oh, look at all the Christmas shit. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> It was that noise, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> 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 it's all right. She's got granddaughters that love Christmas. She's fine. She doesn't need me. <laughs> she doesn't need me to like Christmas. She's got two granddaughters who I think just adore it. it like that. She doesn't need me. Just leave it there. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> um, okay, when was the last time? Um, what was my thought then? About Christmas? <laughs> no. Or about not wearing shoes? No, 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 no. Um, no, I thought we'd move on from this. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, unless you want to keep going with the no, no shoes, you have no, more go for life. I just, I just want to make sure that people know that, like, you need to have clean indoor floors. Don't want to cross contaminate. All right, noted for everybody. <laughs> oh, God. Anyone that comes to Charge's house, take your shoes off and not leave them where I've left them. I love Japanese entryways where they've got like that little depression and you take your shoes off and you put them in the little cubby and then you step <laughs> into like the clean mats and everything. It's like the only thing I don't like is that they make me wear slippers inside the house and I, that's where I'm allowed to wear my bare feet. What's wrong with slippers? The same thing that's wrong with socks. They can find my feet and make them sweaty and gross. <laughs> I don't like it. I've never seen someone so wrong up without <laughs> shoes. And or dirty floors. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a conundrum, isn't it? She doesn't like shoes, but then she doesn't want dirty floors. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I've learned some things about this. This is a problem. <laughs> More and more every day. And getting more and more scared too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> little by little. Um, so my question is, and I, I did tell you this before you were recording, but when was the last time you were involved in a pillow fight? Oh, is this because you're going to like this giant pillow fight tomorrow? Yeah. It's, it's Australia's biggest... Pillow fight. So by the time you guys listening to this actually find out about it, it will have already been passed because it's being held on seventeenth yeah. of December. Yeah. Um we have I don't know, fucking news. high school. High school. I don't really uh throw my pillows around at people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't There's know. There's probably I'm... like early high school too like grade eight or something i don't even know if i was involved with one when i was younger i don't think it was voluntary i think all the other girls in the group just started doing it <laughs> i got involved because i was like shut up and go to bed all oh, those sleepovers where you'd be like okay shush, 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 shush. someone's coming i was always the first one to sleep because like you'd lie down to- <laughs> you'd lie down <laughs> everyone would be like shh pretend you're asleep they'll check on us and leave us and then we can move on to shit and by yeah. the time they've checked and left i'm out for the count yeah, you're like, I'm, like, well, I'm actually asleep <laughs> and nobody can wake me up until morning <laughs> the amount of times that i just remember um toys being chucked at me in the morning to wake me up no soft toys no just multiple soft toys no yeah i'm not waking up <laughs> Are too light. Chuck an action figure. 
action man. He's the greatest hero of the ball. My cat wakes me up when I sleep past breakfast for him. Mm-hmm. When's breakfast for him? Well, I get up for work during the week at about 4, 4.30. Because she loves early mornings. There's no love about it, but it has to be done. But <laughs> because <laughs> I get up that early in the morning, he expects his breakfast about 4.35. Because mm. I obviously feed him on the way out the door. Yeah. And <laughs> if I sleep in even half an hour, he's like next to my head on the bed yowling like and smacking me in the face oh okay i was like waiting (laughs) doesn't like swipe me but he like it's like a proper solid like like smack on the face (laughs) at least he hasn't bitten me yet there was that i was watching that video of that girl whose cat wakes her up in different ways every day and he bit her nose yeah (laughs) so please don't do that don't get any ideas here (laughs) Enough issues already. Cats be being cats. Yeah, like a little psychos. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> yeah, that was very disconnected. <laughs> it's like, what? Wait, where are we going with this? On so, um, cats being cats. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you've decided to do a Christmas tree this year? No. And then no, no, it's next going- year. Did you say that Salem launched himself at a tree, though? Yeah. When was that, then? That was, like, as he was growing up. I tried to have a tree a couple of years in a row when I had him as a kitten. Yeah. And then he got a little bit older, and I was like, no, nah, you're still doing it. You're still breaking <laughs> ornaments. shit. And chewing the tinsel and the icicles, like, he would gnaw on that, and it's not good. Have you seen that? Captain not good coming out the other end. Chewing Okay, it's not good coming out the other end. Pencil? <laughs> no, I can imagine. Jeez, <laughs> I, I, I imagine. Um, what was your question? Have you seen the cat on the internet that fakes chewing on shit? No. I might need to attach a video down below. I saw it through Jackson Galaxy. And there's this cat and he's learnt to munch. Oh. So when his owner doesn't give him the attention he wants, he like finds her crochet string, like the string of yarn yeah. she's working with. And he'll like nudge it and make it look like he's put it in his mouth or or her computer cables or the TV cables or whatever and pretend to put it near his mouth and mm. then go. Oh my and, like, gosh. Full on sound like he's chewing on it. It's both adorable and terrifying. At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, have I not given you enough attention today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, I'm glad that Salem hasn't learned any new tricks. But no, I think he's happy enough and, like, more calm to have a tree and not eat so it. So we thought that was Neo too because Neo's, like, nearly 12 years old now and not. No. No. <laughs> no. That does not give me hope at all. Yeah, but Salem isn't Neo. True. Although it would be hilarious if you send me a video of Salem next year and he's like knocked the branches out of the tree and that's now his. I live here now. <laughs> this is my stuff. This is um, my. This is my um lookout. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Amy. <laughs> Stop lying next to me on the bed. The butt is a hint. <laughs> Move along. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good time. It's really sending a message without saying anything. Cats do that a lot. Yeah. 
They're really good at sending messages. <laughs> oh, speaking of sending messages, have I told you about the uh, debut author, the 2024 debut author drama? No, you have not. Please enlighten me. So there's this um, debut author. There's this debut author who has been caught going on to Goodreads. So mm. you know what Goodreads is? Yes. Yep. Um, the review platform. And they've been creating fake oh, no. accounts. Oh. And they've been spamming their own <coughs> work with really good five-star reviews. Excuse me. And they've been spamming their fellow debut uh, authors with really bad one-star reviews. But here's where it really gets shitty. Okay. She's been mostly targeting her minority and people of colour debut authors. (gasps) What the fuck? Yep. Okay, so this... (laughs) My name is playing with set pieces. (laughs) Oh, you can stop. Damn. (laughs) Okay, I'm listening. You're still recording I'm too. Are <laughs> you sure? <laughs> I'm listening. I am, I promise. Alright, so this author drama is an author by the name of Kate Corain. Okay. And her scandal, she's been dropped from Del Rey's um, publishing list for 2024 debut authors because she has been review bombing other debut authors. Why would you think of that though? Why would you think to do that? Look, I understand. It's very sportsmanship-like, and I know it's not sport, but wouldn't you be supporting... It's not very ethical. Yeah, other authors. Like, you're an author. You're up and coming. Yeah, and that's what most authors think that way. They're like, you're not in competition with other authors. Like, every reader has a preferred niche, and every author writes differently. So you're never really able to be in direct competition. And I thought as much as... You know, everyone goes on about there's not enough room for everyone. There's so much space. There's Especially in everyone. stuff like art because it's so niche. Yeah. Like it's so personal. Like I'm not going to like what other people like. Like I know my mum and I have very different – we both love reading. We both have a very vast collection of books. Mm. But uh, we don't really cross over very much in genre or favoured authors or anything like that. She's very much like horror, mystery, thriller. Mm. And I'm very more along the lines of, like, sci-fi, fantasy, Yeah, you know. So there's, even within our own household, there's a massive divergence between the two of us and our interests and what we want to read and all of that sort of stuff. So I don't think that anyone is ever particularly in direct competition with anyone else when reading or writing. But there's no reason to shut someone out. No. But there's no, I mean... It reminds me of another scandal that they had with a debut book, but that was found that the author had like pre-ordered hundreds of thousands of copies of their really? own books to, to artificially inflate their numbers so that they could be on the New York Times bestseller list. Come on, guys. Yeah. Okay. And that's yeah, that's a whole different thing. But um, this particular author has now lost their book deal, which would have been quite lucrative as it had the book itself is called Crown of Starlight, and it had already been added to most of the must-read lists for 2024. Mm-hmm. Got very good reviews from, you know, external reviewers. Mm-hmm. They do the whole literary review. So it'll never be seeing the light of day? It's not so much that it'll never see the light of day. She has processes that she can go through. It's just that she's lost the book deal with the publisher. Uh-huh. So this particular book, um, depending on the type of deal she's signed, 
this particular book may never see the light of day. Ooh. Yeah. Um, if she has retained the intellectual property rights to it, then it may see the light of day in another format, like um, if she self-publishes or another publishing house is willing to pick her up after the whole debacle. Yeah. But it's not likely because if she does that, she's going to have to essentially rename it, rewrite it, and put it out under a pen name because she's kind of ruined her reputation and shit like this stays in people's minds. Yeah. Especially in an industry like that. Yeah. When when you've had so much heat too about yeah. your book before and, it's even come out. Yeah, and she didn't even apologise until she lost the book deal. So it was like until it had serious, serious consequences, right. she was just going to ignore it. As you do. Yeah, that's how you deal with that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Not. But, yeah, it had been coming for weeks. Like there was text messages. It's It's sort of all over TikTok, all right. over... YouTube and that she's been getting into people's group chats and everything trying to prove that it, it wasn't me uh-huh. it was a friend I feel like it's like she's being like a five-year-old I didn't even do anything it feels a bit like, like that, that. Yeah. like I didn't it wasn't me I didn't do anything it feels a lot like that did do something yeah and it's now been proven yeah so so this is her first book coming out onto the market she's never been in the market before like or has she been a writer for quite some time well look you can be a writer for years before you debut yeah. as an author yeah god knows i can say that mm. i've been writing for years i still haven't debuted as an author yeah but oh what a way to pull yourself down i know and she was so close yeah so she's been removed off the list um and her fellow authors obviously the ones that she was bombing with the bad reviews because she wasn't even like bombing them with like critique or two or three star reviews for a general like a genuine reason she was just one star reviews constantly Mm. with nonsensical shit right so she's um lost her book deal and I, I wouldn't be surprised if Goodreads, which is the platform that she was doing it on, has a few other things there for her as a, this is no longer going to be allowed to happen because she created like dozens of fake profiles to be wow. able to review bomb all of these. So much effort. Yeah. It's like a lot of time and effort. It's a horrible time. It's... I can't even fathom putting that much time into something like that. Like, surely mm. there were other things she could have been doing to assist her book promotion without oh. having to do that. Because if it's already on the must-read yeah. debut novel of 2024 list, she's essentially self-sabotaged that. Yeah. Would you not just be out there going, oh, I'm so glad it's on this list and here's all this promo and here's, like, character art mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. You know, I can think of a hundred different things that could be done a lot better to make this, A, the book successful, and B, still get published. Yeah. But not her, apparently. Smarty britches over here has decided to self-sabotage herself. So the Crown of Starlight book was due to be published by Del Rey, which is an imprint of random um, Penguin Random House. Mm-hmm. So one of the big houses. Yeah. Um, the scandal was brought to public attention last week by fellow author Ziran 
I'm sorry, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, Ziren J. Zhao, who claimed an author on the book review sites, Goodreads, had been leaving one-star reviews on debut books of authors of colour for several months. Oh, gosh, how exhausting. In a video on TikTok, Zhao explained, a white author debuting in 2024 has been caught using fake Goodreads accounts to one-star bomb other debuts who are mostly people of colour. There are 31 pages of receipts in a Google Doc, but they go back to April of this year. (gasps) They continued, what gave away the game was that they were always ranked one particular book, Crown of Starlight, on a bunch of different lists. When Kate finally alerted that people were catching onto these accounts, they went on Twitter to paint themselves as a victim to further promote their book. On Tuesday, Del Rey announced it would no longer be publishing the book, nor any other works of Corrin's contract, having previously acknowledged that it was aware of the scandal. So until they had hard proof, I'd say that they were sort of going to take the author's side. But now that hard proof has come out, they're like, there's nothing we can do. You fucked yourself. (laughs) Because there there will be, and I know that this this occurs in a lot of um, contracts for companies like this now. When Disney is a big one, they've done it for years. Nickelodeon is a big one that's done it for years. Is that there's essentially a behaviours and ethics con- like conduct mm-hmm. in the contract. So you have to conduct yourself in a way that makes them look good too. Yep. And it's for a certain period leading up to and after the contract. Yeah. So that's why you never saw like Miley Cyrus doing all the crazy shit she did. While she was under contract with Disney. Because mm-hmm. she would have lost everything. Yep. So, <coughs> pardon me, I'm imagining that this would have had something similar and she's breached the contract. Yeah. So, um, the partnership will not be moving forward. So, it'll be interesting to see how this continues to go. So, I wonder how many people, I guess this question for you, and then the just sort of, I guess, a question to hang out there, but, like, how many people would still want to read her book even though she's done this? I don't. Mm. I don't know if there's people out there that still want to read the book. I have... I know that a lot of people say that you need to separate the art from the artist. Yeah. But I have a huge, huge problem with that in a lot of the times because... The more you support the art of the artist mm-hmm. that is behaving in such despicable ways, yep. the more you support that behaviour. Yep. So you can't really separate the art from the artist unless the artist is dead, mm. at which point you can no longer like reinforce that behaviour with the person who's actually perpetrating it because they're long, like they, they're gone. Mm-hmm. But I have a problem with doing it. It's like it, it's, I have a lot of issues with like the way the J.K. Rowling behaves. Mm-hmm. like a lot of the stuff she's come out with in recent years and yeah. that and I've said before like my best friend still really likes Harry Potter really likes all of that sort of stuff she went to see the Cursed Child play and all of that yeah. by that time I had already well and truly gone nah yeah I'm not going to force other people to do that like I would never force my best friend to be like you can't do like, you can't like Harry Potter anymore because yeah. JK Rowling is doing all this really nasty stuff mm-hmm. that's not that's not how individual mm people work right so i would never even attempt it but my personal preference and decision is to avoid anything that puts money in her pocket yeah so i just i i don't touch them 
Do I still have my Harry Potter books from when I was growing up? Yes. Yeah. Do I still like to read that story? Yes. Mm-hmm. Am I going to go out and continue to buy Harry Potter merch and tickets to plays and mm. no? Mm. Am I interested in going to like Movie World and in in was it England where they've got the uh, Harry Potter Wizarding World? Wizarding yeah. World, yeah. The Wizarding World. I think there's one in America too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd be interested in seeing it. I'm not sure how much of that would actually go back to her pockets. Yeah, hard to say. I'd be interested in seeing it. Yeah. Because it does look like it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I guess that's like, you know, if you've loved something for so long, like if they've had longevity in their careers too, and then they do something that's horrendous, the first thing that springs to mind is Bill Cosby. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, had like a giant effect on the comedy industry you know he's up and coming and have all these great records and this different perspective and everything like that then the cosby show came out and it was everyone's dad you know america's dad like that was the go-to for most people yeah. and just how the hostables were on that show mm-hmm. so that person has ultimately ruined many 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 people's lives yep but also ruined the other artists lives that were on that show or part of getting his shows together yeah you know so it's unfortunate you know that that's affecting that like you can't find the cosby show anywhere no and then so you look at it on the other side where you've got the artists that are still struggling through making these sort of mistakes like this whole um matt rife mm -hmm. like he's just seems to be a complete wank yeah but I never found him funny to begin with. So I didn't. Gonna, but again, comedy yeah. is, is an art form that is absolutely nuanced to each person. Yeah. Like you and me don't find him funny, but there's thousands. Obviously thousands that do. That do, that have a following. Yeah. So I thought it was funny. I was telling one of my friends or her about it and I sent her the clip of him getting in that stoush on Twitter with that plastic surgeon yeah. where the, like the guys like made the best jawline in Hollywood and then mm-hmm. he goes and gets cancelled and he skips off down the hallway and then Matt Rife has like inserted himself into the comments on Instagram and is like disclosing medical history is illegal and it's like he never said you and he never actually said like anything that could have been used to ID you uh-uh. you ID'd yourself yeah you idiot you you tattled on yourself. <laughs> you self-snitched. Oh, gosh. And she's, like, responded with, who the fuck is Matt Rife? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <coughs> a lot of people don't know who he is. No, it's a bit of a Barbara Streisand effect. You remember the Streisand effect? It's very much that. Yeah. Because he's, he's just put himself in all of these headlines, and now it's just going viral because all these people who've never even heard of him before are now like, what a wank. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I totally get your point. It's hard to support something when someone's done something that's ruined everything, the image, people's lives, generally, with most things. But then if you're part of an ensemble, that's, I think, a whole other level. Because that really, you know, some of those people have gone on and done wonderful things after that. Like, it's definitely not just the be-all and end-all, say, for that show. Mm. But... Some, I'm sure that would have been maybe the only thing they ever done. Yeah. So. And I think that erasing <clears throat> history in not allowing those things to see the light of day again is the wrong way to go about it as well. Yeah. Because 
the show itself wasn't written, produced, directed, and completely administered by Cosby. Mm-hmm. It was, as you said, an ensemble. Yeah. So they could just do it so that there is a deal that his estate doesn't get anything. Yeah. Like his whoever, whoever yeah. doesn't get anything and it only goes to the rest of the ensemble. Yeah. But also that there's like a notice that goes up say you you can only get it on netflix or something there's a notice that goes up saying that the the, the um usage of this show yeah. is not in support of bill cosby but of the ensemble cast yeah you know something like that yeah because they do like they've done it a lot with like the older disney movies and things like that where they're like oh it was so bad and mm-hmm. all these they've got all these bad ideas like this whole snow white drama that's been going on and everything it's like yeah we understand that the movie was drawn in the 1940s, 1950s, yep. whenever for whichever movie. Yeah. We don't need you to tell us that it was a different time. Yeah, we know. It's literally in the date. Yeah, like it, we know because we're not in really, that time. Yeah, if you really want to make it clear, mm. then put the warning up at the beginning. Well, they do that you with keep Aladdin changing now. changing shit. Yeah. Cultural appropriation with Aladdin. Do they do it for Ariel? No. Cleopatra? No. Bullshit. I <laughs> know. Cleopatra should definitely have one. Like, seriously, Egypt is suing Netflix over that. Yeah. I, I can see why. No, I, 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 I couldn't even get through the trailer without getting mad. I never watched it. I never watched it. I couldn't it do it because I was like when the trailer came up and it's like, my mama told me, don't ever listen to those history professors. Cleopatra was black. And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? Oh she was God. Greek. Yeah. It's literally like in the history books written at the time, depictions of her friggin' DNA analysis, everything. Mm. She, what? Mm. <laughs> what? For sure, let's rewrite history to make everyone else feel comfortable. Yeah. Well, the Egyptians didn't agree, and I don't actually blame them for not agreeing. No. Netflix, what a poor, poor choice. Or choices, I should say, not just choices. 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 But, like, after seeing a few other things from the director, producer, and everything of, of Cleopatra, I'm not surprised that poor choices were made. Okay. And I just don't understand how the studio continued to allow it. I see. Have you, have you followed any of that? No. The Jada Pinkett Smith book worthy. Oh, no. Everything, man. Oh, my Why? God. Why is she involved? Well, she was the one who did Cleopatra. Oh, see, this is how much I know about it. I just saw a brief little bit of the trailer and went, I'm out. I'm so yeah. not. I'm out. But, like, yeah, she was the one in charge of that project. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Worthy. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I couldn't even think about giving her my money. So I just I did the the YouTube thing where they go back and they like read and analyze the book. And I've watched like five different people. Some of them like her. Some of them don't. The oh. interviews that she's taken and that. And a lot of it is just weird. Mm. It's just weird. Well, no, they, they are weird. <laughs> yeah, well, I know that. <laughs> but, but it's, it's, it's the way that she talks about certain things because there's the whole um, Tupac oh, drama. Yeah. And then, like, the way she talks about Will Smith, I'm not saying that he doesn't have his issues because he does. He has a lot of issues. He does. But <laughs> the way that she talks about 
their marriage and the kids together and how it's she's behaved. And, yeah, there's some serious psychological damage there. Mm-hmm. And they just keep inflicting it on each other. I saw a quote from her recently and it was, um, I didn't realise how much I wanted to stay with Will Smith until I saw the slap. What does that mean? What, the slap was in the movie or him slapping Chris Rock? Him slapping Chris Rock. So you didn't realise how much you wanted to be with Will. Yeah, because apparently they'd separated. So I think I remember seeing an interview where she said that he invited her to, was that the Golden Globes or the Emmys? Oh, I don't know. One of those awards things. Yeah, anyway. Um, So he invited her so that they could have a united front, right? Walk the red carpet together, look like a married couple, but they'd been separated for a little while and they weren't sure where they were going. Mm-hmm. And they've done all of that, sat down, and apparently when she found out that Chris Rock was going to be a presenter, she went, oh, here we go. He's never going to be able to leave it alone. And then he didn't leave it alone. And she's, like, looked at Will and rolled her eyes, like, see, I told you. And that's when he's, like, gotten up and slapped. Slapped Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. And then... um. Oh, hi, my screen. Yeah, you can hear the digging in the background. Delicious. Oh, my screen. What you do to me? I like those little treasure cove pots. You too. Um, but apparently he said, she said that she knew that she hadn't exactly entered as his wife, but she was definitely leaving as his wife. And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? It's so freaking weird. There's a, there's a lot of weird in that family. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> things that never made sense about their kids suddenly make a lot of sense. Yes. Yeah. Yep. There, it's, and the, I think it's, um, I'm going to call it, it's like the red table. Oh, her, um, red, round, is that red, that round red table? It's like on YouTube. The, I think it's just the, the red table. Yeah. yeah but she does the, the interviews. Yeah. That's where she said she had the, entanglement with her son's best friend and I'm like that's disgusting so gross like not even the fact that you had an affair while married because you guys want an open marriage or whatever the fuck it was that you guys had figured out that's between two consenting adults figure it out yeah 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 but he was your son's age a little younger and you're what now she's what in her 50s yeah That, that, that just screams of gross potentially worse yeah yeah it's it's definitely an odd family like i always think of um because okay you never see will smith's eldest child because no. he has another kid with no, his first never wife. see him ever no. he's, uh, not, he's just not interested in it probably because he took one fucking look holiday went, nope. <laughs> with that family and went i can't cope with this no well um because apparently he has the best relationship with will yeah, because it's not part of the drama, all the Hollywood stuff and whatnot. Because um, I love Fresh Prince. Oh, yeah. So good. Um, and then sort of as the years progressed, it was almost that um, thing that's sort of going around now with it's um, toxic positivity. Mm. That's to me Will Smith. Yeah. Like, you can be positive. Like, yeah. anyone can be positive. Yeah. But then when there's a point where you're not accepting... Reality. That something has yes. <laughs> Say something not great's happened, and before acknowledging, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that's happened to you. Let's sit in this for a little minute just to acknowledge 
shitness of it and that's happened let's just skip all that and go to something that's like well we need to think better about this how can we make this positive how can we do gratitude how can we do you know and there's all this stuff how can we move past it positively yeah well if you don't process what's happened you're not going to move past it at all yeah so there's a place for all of this stuff but if you've gone into like next level positive pete like it's too much like it's become toxic and no one that's not helpful to anyone no especially the people that are actually perpetrating the toxic positivity Uh -uh. it's just going to end up with a mental breakdown yeah and that's to me will smith like it's all too much yeah like you must have like a not great situation and like just that wasn't great i don't feel good about that or be a bit deflated but you've like, I don't know, it's like you're high all the time or something. Like you, I don't think so. Like you saw him at that red table talk or whatever it was. I didn't she watch was, it. She was saying like, you don't need to watch the whole thing. You can see the clips and see it in his eyes. Like he was just devastated when she said, oh, I had this entanglement. He's like, why don't you just call it what it is, an affair? Mm. Interesting choice of words, actually. Yeah. Entanglement. It's like she tries to talk her way around it being a Not, big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Was like, Which no. is denial. Yeah. <laughs> of its own kind. Yeah. 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 But I just, it's kind of like the denial that your favourite royals have about this whole in-game book. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> this is the one thing that Amy and I do not agree on. <laughs> You're not an Omen Scobie fan, though, are you? Because he creeps the hell out of me. No, no, no. I just like the TV show. With Harry and Meghan. No! I thought you were talking about the good omens for a split second. I tuned out for like a tinsy little minute. Sorry. <laughs> I like I like good omens too, but I'm talking about Endgame. <laughs> how did I miss that? I don't know. What the hell? Yeah, right. This is how we end up on even worse tangents. <laughs> I stopped listening. <laughs> Fuck this bitch. It keeps going on and on. Okay, so... What? <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Omid Scobie, do you? Mm-mm. The guy who's written this new book about the royal family endgame. Mm-mm. Some of the shit that's coming out of it is just horrendous. <laughs> I'll look at your face, you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just going to go, and? and <laughs> um, there's a Dutch translator. What a weird name. I'm just going to point that out real quick too. Yeah, it's a bit interesting. Um, there's a Dutch translator who he's more than thrown under the bus. It's like he saw a highway full of traffic and went, get under there. Because he's in his Dutch release. Mm-hmm. He apparently had the royal racist names in it. Right. And he named them as Charles and Catherine. Uh-huh. However, it's the only one that has any names in it like that. Uh-huh. And he's blaming the translator for that. Oh. Now, I may be wrong here, but I'm fairly certain I'm not. Translators only translate what they're given. Yeah, you don't put extra things in. No. Oh, bless. Yeah. <laughs> so now he's, um, and less than, I think they said less than 6,000 copies had sold in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that, was, that was quite a scary noise. <laughs> it's just the computer notifying me that I have a message. Yeah. Um, 6,000 copies. Mm-hmm. 
It's like a small town. Compared to the entire world. Why all of a sudden? Because she's all of a sudden messaging me. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Kylie. I'll message you soon. <laughs> Hi, Kylie. I'm not a gamer. <laughs> but she does love those headphones. <laughs> I thought that was the best compliment. Um, 6,000 copies. Yeah, something well, like that. You're not going to make a mozza out of that. No. But he's also been run out of the UK. <laughs> <laughs> apparently he's living in LA now. Oh, is that where you go? Mm, apparently. Why? Because everyone else does the same stupid shit. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting for it to ding again. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. He's gone to LA, and apparently that's where he's living now. Okay. Well, LA's so, a bit of a dumpster anyway, so... From what I hear, this traffic certainly is. Yeah, it is. But, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I still don't know how to feel about this whole... Like, I definitely prefer Prince William and Princess Catherine mm-hmm. over... Megan and Harry, because the stuff they say, it just doesn't... It, it, they continue to say things that don't make sense when you put it in context with what they said last time. And that confuses me. Okay. I don't like being confused. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good basic thing you'd like yep. to not be yep. confused. Yep. And they, the thing that gets me is that they always say that, you know, their number one priority is being parents. Mm-hmm. Why come they're never with their kids? Do you see them all the time? As in me, personally? No, I'm in the wrong country. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, whenever you hear about them and doing things, they always say, oh, the kids are at home with their grandma, with Daria. Yeah. They can't give you more information than that. Mm -hmm. I know they could very well just not want to, but... I don't know any parent that doesn't want to just be a little bit effused about their kid. Like, I'm standing here, you've got a microphone, I want to tell you about what this has happened. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, yeah, like, take Pink, for example. She's big on giving her daughter and her son privacy. Mm-hmm. But when they're on the, when she's on the red carpet giving the interviews and they go, oh, what does your daughter think about this? She stands there and gets really excited for a minute of being like, oh, yeah, Willow really likes this and she does that and yeah. she's helped me with that and... Like, there's nothing personal being given away that can be used to hurt her. Yeah. But there's, like, this genuine moment of excitement over the accomplishments that her daughter has had while helping her get this big thing sorted. Hmm. And you see none of that from them. It's like, they, they asked Megan at a press junket or something, like, do you think your kids would like this? And she's like, oh, you know, they're at that age, and kept walking. It's like, that is the most generic fucking answer ever. That is the generic answer that an actor gives about a child they've met twice, that they worked with once. I think Megan could say anything, and it would not appease you. At this stage, I really don't think it would. would. She She could have the, she could say the most perfect thing, and I think you'd still tear her down. No. I don't tear her down about everything, but I hate the way that she behaves. <laughs> so I don't. But like, I just feel like she's she's disrespectful and deceitful. Mm, okay. mm. 
See? Judgy little turn over there. <laughs> yeah. See, I like Harry and Meghan, so. Yeah. I thought I, thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have William and Kate at your thing, and I'll have <laughs> Meghan and Harry at my thing. At least I won't have to fight any of them for the microphone. This is true. <laughs> Have you seen that one? <laughs> oh, she nearly, I thought she was going to fight him. It was um, Kevin Costner. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, it was his, his, his big charity thing he was doing. And the girl, like, on the stage went to give Kevin Costner the microphone and Megan rushed for it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's got to give a speech. You're just handing over a trophy. Why do you need the microphone? That's not the trophy. <laughs> and the girl was so scared she'd take it that she like snatched it back, <laughs> like walked around the table and handed it to him. I was like, whoa. <laughs> There's some serious instructions handed out there. Do not let me get the microphone under any circumstances. <laughs> anymore <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing this hard because she's had oh I didn't say anything dental surgery your cheeks hurt <laughs> we're gonna wake the cat up so what he's so right me. behind you he might hurt you nah I'm I'm bigger and stronger um, in your dreams <laughs> I still reckon that's why cats are so cranky all the time why? Like God's perfect little killing machine. Oh. They're only like 10 kilos at most. And you're like picking them up and carrying them around, putting them in little outfits and being like, who's my cute little kid? And they're like, fucking humans. <laughs> yeah. I reckon I reckon they're the aliens. No, that's the octopuses. Octopi. Wow. <laughs> it's like your brain broke and then put itself back together within a second. It feels like that too. <laughs> <laughs> no, the aliens are definitely the octopi. And then cats. <laughs> Dolphins. No, orcas. Friggin' orcas. Mm, and then dolphins. Calculating. And then kids. Mother truckers, they are. <laughs> <laughs> it the whole thing about the orcas that have started um, attacking the boats. Yeah. And they've started playing like heavy metal music to deter them. And it's working. And it's working. Yeah, they're, like, out of control. No wonder they've got the nickname Killer Whale. Oh, no, you know what my favourite thing about this whole thing is? When that first came to light, when they was first started reporting on it in the news, do you know what the first thing my mother says to me was? What? There's a book about this. Of course there it's is. In, it's in there. It's on the bookshelf. If it's <laughs> anything like the book, there's a military substation somewhere broadcasting a signal that's causing them to go a little bit crazy. And when they shut that down, it'll all be fine again. And I'm like, oh, my God. What book was this? I think oh. it was a Dean Coots or something. But oh, my God. <laughs> but it was like a whole plot. And I'm like, well, okay, then. <laughs> well, when she's like, I can't, I can't remember if it was like. An American substation or a Russian substation, but like that was the storyline. My money's on Russia, and I'm like, okay. Actually, no, I'm putting money on both. Yeah, It'd be put, both. And the both of them would be crazy enough to do it. Oh my I God. think Russia would be more likely to actually go the Luca Wales though. Oh God, that. 
I mean, it, she likes those thrillers. And it was a spy thriller, so of course she does. And she likes that always. I know, right? That was the most random thing. But apparently that's how it starts in the book, is that like there's news reports of killer whales just randomly attacking passenger vessels that they've never attacked before. And then it's like, come across the news, and she's like, I've read about this. Oh. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, good times. There's a book for everything, and a, and a Whether book it's for everyone. Or fiction. Just remember that you're not supposed to review bomb other authors. Yep, noted. I think that's a good takeaway. Mm, I think it's a good takeaway. I think that's also a good place to end today's episode. Okay, and we will um, see everyone in the new year. Yes. Well, you'll hear us in the new year. You'll hear us. We will record again in the new year. <laughs> Stay safe. Uh, be merry. Be mindful. Ooh. Yes. And keep your wits about you because it's mental out there. It is mental out there. So take care of your mental health. That's a good one. And, and please don't be screaming at your delivery drivers, at your checkout girls, mm-hmm. at, at anyone if it can be helped. Just remember they don't have much of an option about it either. Yeah. So just be cool. And calm and collected. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, and stay cool if you're in Queensland yeah. <laughs> or anywhere in Australia. Motherfucking hot. so with that an extreme see you later an extreme see you later merry christmas happy new year and we will talk to you again in 2024 bye